Yo, it's the LRC, the podcast was a game, we be MVP, knowledge is power, lend an ear for the next hour, and tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers, we the best, numero uno, we like the sumo, up against the straw weight, our content's great, we talking sports, pop culture, the square circle and all, you shanky on the mic, mixed with Jinder Mahal, and we some Paul Heyman's, had enough that you can say when, until Ooh. It's Mr. Just Right. Welcome back into the living room for another week of NFL Picks. With me, as always, my co-host, Len. Len, how's your stuffing? Uh, it was it was good. It was good. Um, I had a little. I made myself a little cornbread stuffing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I ate Thanksgiving like kind of on Friday, the turkey dinner part. On Thursday, we went to the Thunderbird. Uh-huh. And uh, I had chicken cordon blue because I knew I had a turkey that I was going to cook the next day anyway. So I didn't get their turkey dinner. I did get it last year. There. It was excellent. But anyway, so I got uh, chicken cordon blue, no stuffing on Thanksgiving. But uh, Friday, I made up a nice little cornbread stuffing and some uh, turkey and, you know, the fixings. And it was pretty good. All right, good. How was yours? Yeah, it was good. We had two. You know, we yeah. traveled uh, between the uh, parents. How so did you do sure. the uh, the uh, tour de force there? Yep. And by the end, you just uh, it's a nice day. It, the, I yeah. mean, it's a good day. It's just a lot of food. If you can get those yep. two timed out right, and it's like one o'clock, four o'clock, or yep. something, you're like, oh, perfect. Yeah, they're yeah, they're kind of close. They're like a couple hours between. So it's it's kind of rough by the time i get to my parents house but i just you know you can't turn it's it gotta down. push through it's rude not to. <laughs> you gotta push yeah, through you gotta give thanks i hope everyone else out there uh our fellow couch potatoes had a good thanksgiving holiday we're on to week 13 and and joining us tonight len uh he probably had a lot of dry meats on thanksgiving yeah, he prefers uh, them dry he's the king of dry meats but he's also the king of juicy fantasy takes uh-huh. Our 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 one and only Maddie Funkhauser, Maddie. Good evening, and I hope you had a good uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I certainly did, gentlemen, and uh, glad to hear you guys did as well. So appreciate you having me on. I love coming on the the pick show. Nice little crossover events we got this week. So it's a good week. Yeah, I'm going to go on the Funk House tomorrow. So we got a, we got the full crossover. I, I'm, I like to dub myself the uh, fantasy outsider. I don't play anymore, <laughs> but still got a lot of opinions. And sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But I'll give them to you nonetheless. Yeah, and uh, make sure I'm, I'm sure most people listening also tune into the Fantasy Funk House. But if you haven't, check them out. They've had a lot of good guests recently. Uh, Dr. Nick, mm-hmm. Buzz, Webmaster, King Cruck. Yeah. Uh, Jerry and Maddie do a great job over there from the fantasy perspective. So, check yeah, I just want to last week's episode, I want to give Matt a big thumbs up. I did a text, but I love that episode. Weber was great. But uh, Maddie, uh, Crook, <laughs> King Crook was. A revelation. If anybody hasn't listened yet, listen to the last week's. Crook was great. I mean, he brought great insight. Uh, he was like a lot of stats. He backed up his opinions on stuff. He sounded like a star to me. So, um, yeah, we're going to get him on more, maybe on some more stuff. He was, he was a good listen for sure. Yeah. Lots of, lots of good guests. Lots of good things happening over there. Uh, any plug? Yeah. You got Len on tomorrow house. I know you guys will be uh, pushing through the fantasy playoffs. I'm sure. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be going until the end of fantasy. So uh, at least till week seventeen, we might do a, maybe a short one before week eighteen uh, for those leagues. The last that one, but 
had a ton of great guests this year. Going to keep that rolling. Uh, trying to get uh, coordinated with uh, Lude Presents right now. A little double feature. Well, yeah. With the boss man, boss yeah. man and Lude Jr. So waiting on that. Uh, hopefully we're going to get um, Gelfand Island. Oh, yeah. Uh, be a good one. Yeah, Mr. Big Sky, Tim Montana, hopefully. <laughs> I got to reach out to him. So, you know, we got a, a lot of more guests than weeks left. We'll put it that way. So, yeah, people uh, were knocking down the door of that, of that funk house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eric John's going to get him on. I mean, I had to, I had to reach out myself to just kind of force myself onto the schedule. You know, I had to pull you pull rank, as they say, to get me on there. <laughs> Maddie has so many, Maddie has so many uh, lined up, but yeah, I got my spot this week, so we'll have some fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Maddie CCs me on the invites. You never know when I might pop in when I have oh, some free time, especially now that my yeah. fantasy season's gotten a little bit more interesting. Uh huh. You yeah, stick Seahawks riding you to the championship. Just ride those Seahawks, Mike. Ride that Seahawks receiver yeah, connection. We'll Keep see. It. I got a long way, yeah. to, long way to go I still. Gonna, I was going to plug that, Mike. Uh, what a turnaround the short beats have made. And I think that directly correlates to the use of Lens Seahawks, but also a lot of the advice you get in the functional. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say so myself. I mean, it's, uh, you know, 0-5 is on me. But the six and one stretch I've been on since then is pretty much funk house. Yeah, and that's we, a great stretch. I didn't, I haven't really paid much attention to your standings there, but I did, I did know that you had had Russ. Or sorry, Russ. But you had Gino. Thank God you didn't have Russ. You had Gino and uh, Lockett, and you had Metcalf too, right? All yeah. three. Yes, you traded Metcalf. Yeah, right? I had to get rid of him because of the bye weeks. Right, but, but yeah, I mean, I was I'm interested in that. I'm glad that turned around. Now, hopefully, the real Seahawks will turn around after what you know was a pretty embarrassing performance. Yeah. Last week, yeah, and uh, uh, not speaking, not embarrassing, but uh, respectable performances from us last week. Len, I took home a twelve and four record That's last real week. Good. Uh, you you came in at ten and six, also oh, uh, pretty I'll respectable. And Danny Kane pulls through at nine and seven. Len and I were talking before the show. Nine and six, I believe, was the Webmasters' record, and that's the best best, best record in the clubhouse. So, Matt, you got something to shoot for here because that's uh, that's not. I'm surprised the guest hasn't hit ten wins yet. Yeah, House uh, earlier this year came in at five hundred eight and eight, uh, and I was talking to Jerry earlier. We're going to get him on the show for another round, so we can at least get both of them on here for a couple rounds. See, yeah, probably uh, should get try to get Weber back, maybe to get let's give him a second chance since he's the leader right now. Yeah, Don Dawson, I think wants to come back on. We'll have a couple well, yeah, we'll of have people on. But I'm always interested to see the celebrities yeah. uh, that can pull ahead. So House, your this is your second time at bat. And uh, let's see if you can hit a home run. All right. There's All a right. lot. There's a lot of uh, interesting games on the schedule this week, boys. And uh, let's get right into it, shall yeah. we? Uh, interesting Thursday night matchup in Foxborough. The Patriots, who came up just short mm-hmm. uh, last week, host the Buffalo Bills, who got back on track in a very competitive game against uh, Soup and the LRC Lions on Thanksgiving. But they came through after a two week stay. In Detroit, they get rewarded with a trip to meet Bill Belichick and the Patriots, um, who are just hanging around still mm-hmm. uh, in the AFC in the hunt. Six and five, Bill sitting at eight and three. Guests go first in the living room house. Who you got on Thursday? And before I make my pick, I want to give a, a shout out to Danny Kane. I thought he was excellent last week. I made sure to reach out to him. So 
Uh, hopefully, yes. he'll be a recurring guest on the channel. So, great job, Danny. We hope so. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, good call. Yeah. This week, uh, Thursday game, Bills are, I mean, they're winning games still, but, you know, you kind of lay a little bit of a dud against the Lions ever since uh, this alleged elbow injury of Allen. Things have been kind of in question. Um, you know, this one's in Foxborough. I think I'm going to take the Pats, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean. Go out on the limb, and, and I think it's a, a pretty reasonable pick, and I think Bill will have the guys ready, and they're they're trying to make a playoff push themselves. And, you know, part of this is hoping the Bills lose, but I, I think the Pats got a good chance, so. Yeah, I uh, I don't disagree. I mean, I think this is a tough game. This is a tough division game. Uh, the Patriots will be ready to play. The Bills certainly aren't the Bills from you know three or four weeks ago when they were riding high on the hog. I think everybody mm-hmm. were they were clear the clearly the best team in the league, uh, whatever it was, and they've definitely taken a step back from that. I picked Detroit last week and kind of an, you know an upset pick, and they were right with them. I mean, they looked good. They had mm-hmm. a good chance to win that game. Um, the Bills just aren't the same right now. I don't know what it is, but of course, um, that t- gets their name tied to uh, old OBJ. Of course, they're in the mix now. You know, the Bills could be a player there. I don't know. Um, but them at the Patriots, it's, you know, this, like I said, this is a game that can go. Any of these division games like this are, are a crapshoot. I'm going to go with the Bills, but I, I'm, not, I'm not super confident with it. Yeah, I mean, it, the Bills are going to go as far as Josh Allen takes them. Uh, he very well could be putting next season or future seasons at risk to push through this injury that we're looking at. A lot of turnovers at critical time in mm. the red zone. They've had trouble with the last several games. Uh, lost Von Miller. Yeah, he'll, he'll be out. That's big. Um, but I trust in Buffalo to go in there and get the ship kind of you know reinforce that they're still a contender one of the main contenders in the afc josh allen elbow was standing i'm going to take the bills in this one too but that'll be a nice little thursday night game yeah that's a good thursday yeah game. yeah it's, i mean the game could suck and i never will say oh it's thursday night but this is a uh, good game on the schedule yeah and it should be a good game yeah the patriots are six and five man if they win this i mean oh it gets real interesting yeah, it gets yeah. real interesting buffalo will fall to eight and four we'll see I, it's gonna be a close one for sure i could go either way all right uh kenny pickett man taking baby steps uh all the way down to georgia hot lana Hotlanta, the ATL, the Peach, the Peach State. That's right. Uh, just like Sherman marching through down there. Uh, I don't know if if the Steelers version of the Sherman tank uh, uh, will be there. Najee Harris is a little Who's banged that up. Derek Watt, or who who you thinks their Sherman tank? <laughs> uh, Come on, man, that's not Connor weird. Hayward. Yeah, they got a lot of H back. They, uh, they like fullbacks. fullbacks. They're like trying to stick yeah. them around. I, I like. I do respect that. It's one. The only thing I respect about the Steelers is that they yeah. try to keep that fullback around. Yeah, they sprinkle it to <laughs> Watt once a game. Uh, Steelers visiting the Falcons. Steelers four and seven. Uh, their schedule lightens up a little bit. Visiting Atlanta. Uh, defense didn't make a ton of huge plays. They let the Colts sniff around right there at the end. Uh, they didn't get to Matt Ryan as much as I would have liked. He was kind of slippery last night. Um, Mariota, I believe, will be good to go mm-hmm. for this one. Uh, and the Falcons, I'm going to go ahead and take my Steelers in this one. I think uh, getting that team on some turf, mm-hmm. uh, they're really going to show what they can do. George Pickens, Matt, we talked about him all offseason. 
Uh, and oh, yeah. man, does he look like the real deal? He had a couple drops, a couple big drops, and I yeah. mean, Pickett missed them in one of the easiest throws you'll ever see, yeah. most open throws you'll ever see. Yep. Should have had a touchdown, yeah, yeah. But Pickett looks, he looks the part in terms of I think poise and leadership abilities. I'm hoping uh, he makes some stellar throws, and then he makes some mistakes. Uh, not turning the ball over is key. I'm going to take my Steelers here, though. Maddie, what do you think? Yeah, Mike. Uh, I, I thought Pickett looked a, a little better last last couple weeks. Uh, really worried that they're not going to have Nas. You know, I I have him on one of my dinosaurs. Really need him. Uh, haven't got any real concrete news on that. So, I mean, they might not have Warren either. So, Benny Snell would scare me if he's leading the troops. Falcons bad in run defense, so. You know, if not just healthy, I think that's a big smash spot. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, the Steelers, I think the Steelers take this one, and and they're looking a lot better than they have. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. I'm gonna go Steelers as well. Um, you know, they've been playing a little bit better. I actually. I'm not all that concerned if Nodge is out. I thought McFarland Snell combination last night looked pretty good and like fresh, fresher. I don't know what it's been about Nodge this year, but he really hasn't seemed to hit the hole with the same verve he did in the past season. And like, even whether it was Warren or Snell or McFarland, they just seem to be hitting those holes a little harder than Nodge and like a little bit more impactful. And yeah, maybe it's because they only have to do on short, you know, a few times a game. So it's different. But regardless, um, I think, you know, Atlanta's overachieved, but I mean, in in reality, they're a fraudulent franchise. I mean, five and seven. And the Steelers are giving Pickett the keys. I, what I like, they're, they're giving him more chances. And I think he's settled into where he knows he's playing the rest this year regardless. So let's let it loose. Let's see what, what I can do. And he's made some nice throws. And he does have Moxie. That's one thing I've always said about him. So I think the Steelers are going to ma- round it into a little bit of shape here and make a run for that Tomlin streak. Eight and eight. Can they yeah. get there? Who knows? But Tom, well, the guy, Tomlin's the, not done chasing it. The, I'll the take boys, the Steelers. The boys at the shop are saying over 500, right? No, I mean, I mean, the webmaster says nine and eight at least, maybe 10 wins. And he said that two weeks ago. And I mean, he's died. He said nine and eight at least for him. Yeah. So I don't think this team is, uh, I don't, we talked about it last week. I don't, I don't think they're going to be picking in the top 10. Um, they could win any game they play the rest of the year. They could also lose it. I they think. probably would rather be picking in the top ten, though. They're getting outside yeah, the playoffs, and it's about. that's yeah. what sucks about that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, a couple franchises. Falcons uh, s- still in the hunt as well. Right. Uh, Steelers on the outside looking in. All right. Oh, Falcons only one game behind Tampa, half yeah. a game or whatever yeah. behind Tampa. So yeah. they're right in the mix. Yep. Yep. All right. Baltimore with a shocking. Well. Some would say shocking. Lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, last week. They play host to uh, some guy named Russell Wilson, yeah. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Mediocre, uh, really bad quarterback play. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's uh, it, it's rough. Yeah, right now it's it's rough up there, high in the sky, at mile high. It's it's. I think the panic button uh, might be getting hit. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and it, you're. I think it, you're definitely. They're definitely concerned. There's no doubt. And then on the other side, the Ravens. I mean, they're blowing fourth quarter leads regularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big leads. They've blown double digit leads multiple times this year. So even though they sit at seven and four, and you know they seem to be one of the top teams, they're just there's a lot of holes in that team. Um, 
you know, and they're just, they haven't been able to hold these leads. You know, Lamar obviously gets a lot of the blame, but also, um, if you watch that game, watch highlights, I mean, they dropped three touchdowns. I mean, Andrews dropped two touchdowns right in his hands. He would catch 80% of the time, probably 90% of the time. And they fall that game. You know, and also an excellent performance, obviously. We'll talk about my boy, Trevor Lawrence, if the Jags play this week. Maybe they're on by this week. We won't talk about him. I'll just talk about him right now. What a drive. Probably the coming out moment of his career. Best game he's had for sure at this point. So that was cool. And the Ravens lose that one on the two-point conversion. This week, I'm going to take the Ravens, though. I mean, Denver's just showed nothing at all that yeah. they can be competitive. I mean, I love it because the Seahawks have their pick. Right now, it's like the third pick. I mean, I'm in. Yeah. Let's, let's just get them yeah. pounded every week. It's unbelievable. I don't understand it. And I you know, I know people are saying Russ is maybe washed. Maybe this is, and maybe it is. But I don't think it is. It's so fast. Like, I think it's just one of those years from hell where, like, everything goes wrong on the team and with the player or whatever. I think it'll bounce back next year. But for this year, I can't see them getting it going. Yeah, it's uneasy, I guess, maybe might be the, the better. Well, I don't think anyone – well, I think Hackett's probably on the hot seat at this point. I mean, yeah. Hackett's got to be gone. Hackett yeah. might not make the whole season. He's been so bad, you know, and their defense is really good. I'd probably just promote the defensive coordinator – for now, as interim, and just go from there. But wonder if Sean Payton would be interested. I think he'll be getting a call. I'll be can guarantee you that. So oh, they, Frank Reich probably. They got that Walt money there now yeah. in Denver. And it will attract just about anybody. Yeah. <clears throat> just about anybody out there. House, you going with the Ravens in this one? Or are you taking the upset? You know, I've been saying all year how fraudulent the Ravens are. I just don't think they're a very good football team at all. And I like Lamar. I think very highly of Lamar. But Harbaugh just. He just seems like he finds ways to lose these games. Very puzzling. They have very few playmakers outside of Lamar and Andrews. And they lost, uh, you know, Shoddy B a few weeks back. But if there is a bigger fraud, it's Russell Wilson. And I think he's completely washed at this point. You know, this past game really sealed the deal for me. You know, if you see highlights the last few games, mentally... He's nowhere to be found because he's at the line yelling out Seattle cadences and the Broncos players have no idea what they mean. And Russ is like, oh, shit. Like, you can you can see him internalizing, like, oh, fuck, I messed up. But I don't know. It, it, it's such an odd I, – I think that the Broncos are in a total rebuild. I think you got to tear everything down. It's They got playmakers. They traded away Chubb. Yeah, they're Hack basically stuck. Gone. They're basically stuck with Russ through twenty five. Uh, at yeah. minimum, if that's the first time they can really like even take the hit. So, I mean, they're. I just you know, if Russ is that, if Russ is completely done and he won't retire, then this franchise is is ruined. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, you might as well even think about rebuilding yet. You just fucking who cares? But I don't. I just can't see it. I just. I, I just can't. His, I think they're gonna throw a bunch. They'll throw a bunch this of money at the problem, bring in a bunch of high price free agents and around Russ, and probably he'll get better. He'll play better next year. That would be my guess. I think this will go down as the worst trade in professional sports history. <laughs> I mean, it's got potential for sure. It's got potential. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, without going on any further, I think I'm taking the Ravens pretty handily. Uh, and even the Broncos' defense that was elite. The first half of the year is unbelievably suspect at this point. So 
Ravens by quite a bit. Yeah. I'm going to make it the sweep. Go ahead and take the Ravens. I think you guys uh, uh, put it very eloquently what's going on there. It's uh, I, I think I'd kind of lean with House that this it could be a major not just regression in skill, but perhaps character flaws that are coming into question <laughs> with Russell Wilson. <laughs> I um, mean, I, I think if you watched the Seahawks like I did the last however many years and you didn't know that Russ was a fraud, I don't know. I mean, his persona is 100% fake, the whole thing. I mean, yeah. obviously, everyone knows that. But he still well, showed up and balled his ass out and played really hard for Seattle, so I don't yeah. care what he was doing. Yeah. But his, his, persona, his persona is a complete facade. Okay, so I'm familiar with fake personas at yeah. your quarterback position. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's troublesome. How funny was that uh, video that I <laughs> oh sent? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I was telling, I was trying to tell Weber about that. It was so funny. Oh, uh, House, I got to send it to you. It's uh, the Austin Powers scene where he's in that like cart in the hallway and he's trying to back up and go <laughs> he forward. Turn. He can't get it turned out. Next thing you know, it's like stuck in between the walls completely. And every time That's he so put, bad. every time he puts the thing into gear, it's Russell Wilson's head saying Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> no. over and over. Oh my god, it's oh, so man. funny. I died oh, laughing. When I thought. Yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. You know, a big thing that jumped out to me, did you see his uh, teammate get in his face, like screaming at him on the sideline? I did see that, well, yeah. You know, Those guys don't respect him. Russ, respect Russ, him said, Russ said he just he was all in, man. He, was yeah. he said, let's, let's go. Russ is, yeah, let's, Russ is all right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, th- this is, I think that's probably you know i mean overblown but also probably is you know right now how could the locker room believe in him yeah. i mean he's played so fucking bad and they're so bad there's yeah. no way the locker room can believe in him right now for yeah sure. yeah it's it's gonna i think his dead cap hit is like 31 million dollars in 2026 so they're uh they're, they're stuck yeah. yeah uh it's it's gonna be interesting they immediately to re-signed him to that extension <laughs> yeah. after the trade which is just perfect it's always what they do and as it's soon like, as he walked in the building yeah. they probably immediately regretted it no, yeah. i don't know It'll be interesting uh, to see how that all plays out in Denver. But anyway, speaking of uh, character flaws at quarterback, Aaron Rodgers uh, says he plans to uh, play this week. Uh, You can question his his character, maybe his sanity, uh, but you can't question the guy's toughness. He's going to be out there as long as they're mathematically in it. They said they're visiting Soldier Field and their NFC North rival, the Chicago Bears. And the Bears, Justin Fields, I didn't see an update today. House, have you heard anything on Justin Fields? It looks like he is up in the air. I think he's week to week right now, probably. Nothing yet. Yeah, I haven't heard. Usually that stuff comes out around Wednesday, Thursday. All right. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen anything. So question mark there at quarterback on both teams. Uh, Trevor Simeon, a little pregame, I don't know, mishap. Did he shit himself? Uh, uh, he got was, back in there. He said he wasn't going to play, and then he played. Uh, yeah. was, Nate Peterman was almost going to start. Uh, I'm not sure what to make of this either team, guys. Uh, Packers 4-8, and eight, Bears 3-9. and nine. Disappointing season for both these teams. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers in this one, I think. Uh Len, what do you think? I know this isn't the most exciting game. Yeah, no. So, I mean, you can't qu- you can question. There's a lot of stuff you can't question about Rodgers, but that, there's really only one question he has for you, and that's if you believe in 9-11 or if you've looked into it. <laughs> yeah. That's his newest thing. <laughs> yeah. So he just wants to know if you've looked into 9-11 or not. Um, I mean, Rodgers is a piece of shit. I can't stand him, as everyone knows that listens to this podcast. But he is going to play, and he's a lot better 
than Simeon or uh, Peterman. And if Fields plays, while Fields has been a lot better, obviously, a lot of it's on the ground. I just think um, also Rodgers owns the Packers or the Bears. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like this is uh, Rodgers is going to play. He's going to win this game. He's staying alive. House, do you believe in Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, as bad as the Packers have been this year, the Bears are not a good team, and they've just lost their best offensive weapon outside of field, Darnell Mooney, for the year. They lost their best defensive piece in Eddie Jackson for the year. And I know that Equinemius St. Brown, their second or third receiver, depending on how you feel about Claypool, is out, and I don't know how long. He might be back this week. I haven't seen any updates on that. So the Bears are in shambles. And even with Fields, I, I think if Fields plays and Rodgers doesn't play, I'd still take the Packers. Yeah, I think I agree. I would take him with Jordan Love even. Yeah, Jordan Love, Love looked, looked sharp. good there yeah. at the end of the game. That's a good point. Yeah, so. Yep, yep. Packers might have something. There. And honestly, the Packers do have something in Christian Watson. That's for sure. That guy's something for sure. Like, I thought it, me and House both agreed on that draft time. I thought Watson was a star, and he's going to be a superstar yep. for sure. Yep. I was a little worried beginning of the season. But yeah, really slow start, but buddy, he oh my god, is he fast and big? I mean, he's yeah, he's huge and fast. It's just a yeah, it's a it's a he's going to be an uncoverable guy. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Len, I, obviously I, I was wrong. The Jags do play this weekend. <laughs> Looked at the schedule quickly. Bo- I mean, I I don't know what to do here for you. Uh, both these teams one. are on that jacket uh, that we're going to have made for you with all those logos of your favorite teams. Yep. Uh, this is your Super Bowl. This is uh, basically my Super Bowl. Yeah, these are two. These are two teams that have a huge chunk of my heart. Yeah, the Jags and Lions, buddy, in Detroit. Lions lost the heartbreaker this week um, that I had picked. I thought I thought they had a good chance to win that. Came just short, ending a three game win streak. Yeah, ending a three game win streak, but they're definitely playing hard again. And uh, Jacksonville. Had the moment of the year for me. I mean, as far as Trevor Lawrence had his, I mean, I think his coming out party, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be great every game going forward, but I think that energy that he played with in that last drive, the, the just the moxie and how excited everybody was at the end of that game is a, is a step that a lot of quarterbacks got to have to, to be, to get to the next level. And I think that was his step right there. Um, so Jags lines is a tough one for me. And actually I think both teams are playing. Okay. I'm going to go with Jacksonville on the road. Um, just, you know, I think I want Lawrence to get right a hot streak, so I'm going to go with Jags here. All right. Yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting matchup. This is a fun game. This I hope is, this, this is on is, red this zone This is going to be a, a real fun game. Yeah. Lots of points probably. Take the over. Um yeah, man, the Jags Lawrence looked he looked he looked real. That last drive was just I mean, it was big time. The last drive was big time. Every yep. throw was on point. Yep. And uh just yeah, it was great. It was unbelievable. Yep. Jags fever is back on me. Back on back the menu. On, back on for me anyway. <clears throat> yep. All right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take the Lions in this one. Uh switch up our picks here a little bit, extend my lead. I like the LRC Lions at home. They, they kept in it with the Bills. They really did. They're coming off a three-game win streak. Uh, they, they're going to want to make amends for that Thanksgiving Day loss at home. And I think Soup and the boys are going to get them up uh, for this game, and they're going to get after uh, Trevor Lawrence. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Maddie, what do you think? Yeah, this is really, really like a coin flip for me. I think both teams are, are really scrappy right now. 
Uh, Lawrence, you know, going back and forth with Glenn during that drive. What a performance. And, uh, you know, his playmakers are stepping up. ETN left with a little foot injury, but uh, everything points to him being, uh, you know, ready to go. And he could have returned, but they didn't want to risk it. So, man, this is, this is tough. I think I'm gonna roll with the. Uh, I think I'm gonna roll with Trevor, and I think he stays hot, and I, and I think the Jags take care of business. All right, we'll be watching that one uh, with a keen eye. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's that's gonna. A, that's a fun game. Yeah, probably a lot of fantasy points scored in that one. I bet you. Yeah, it'll probably end up being like thirteen <laughs> six. No one will do it. Yeah, <laughs> be real stupid. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, the Deshaun Watson game. Here it is. It's here. Uh, we talked about this, you know, going back to the beginning of the season. This was always going to be the game. It sounds like he is going to play. Although Jacoby Brissett leading that team, David Njoku with an incredible catch uh, to tie it up there on fourth down and then go on to win it in overtime. A big win for the Cleveland Browns. Now they get here. This is their big prize. Uh, we saw how that went for Denver. Let's see how it goes for Cleveland debuting Deshaun Watson against his former team in Houston, the Texans. I think uh, House, I know they're kind of near and dear to your heart. Uh, I picked them uh, heavily in the preseason. Davis Mills was my AFC South MVP pick, I believe. That's gone awry. Uh, Kyle Allen is now a quarterback. Uh, I think the Browns win this one. Regardless, is anybody here taking the Texans? Well, I think Matt's the one to ask, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. House, Texans. Matt doesn't even, he doesn't even want speechless. to say. He's speechless. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, sorry. There sorry, guys. Go. I was on mute. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. So, Tex- are you taking the Texans here? I'm not. I'm not. I was saying every week I listen to the pod and Len just rubs my face <laughs> right into this L that I've taken all year. And they're bad. They're easily the worst team in the league. They're real bad. They've even ruined my darling Damian Pierce to the point where I'm not sure I can even play him in fantasy. So... Um, pretty sour with you know Lovey and the boys, so not taking the Texans. Yeah, yeah, I, I like to get those shots in every week. It's just fun, but um, I deserve it. I, I deserve like it. you know, I mean, you know, everybody. I mean, I was a Deshaun Watson fan, one of the biggest probably out there pre all this bullshit. So I don't like what he did. Obviously, it's all ridiculous. It's terrible. He's a terrible human being. But they're going to let him play again, and I do think he's a really good quarterback. quarterback. So um, I think they're going to smash the Texans. I think he's going to look really good. People are probably going to be really pissed about it, but we'll see. And um, you know, he's you know he's going to do a lot of work to win back the court of public opinion. But I do still think he can play football. He's young, and he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he when he missed time. But it's been two years, also. I recognize all that. Cleveland's just better than Texas. I mean, even if he sucked, I think they'd beat the Texans. The Texans suck. So I'm just going to take the Browns. Yeah, same. I, I don't think Watson will be that great this first game back. I think it's going to take a little bit. And, and every bit of me wants to take the Texans just because of the revenge game narrative. And I'm not sure we'll ever hear the level of booze again as yeah. we will in Houston when yeah. Watson takes the field. So that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I, they should get a crowd, a good crowd there at least, for because I can't imagine yeah. people really are excited to go to Texans games right now. But they have to be up for this one. I mean, this would be the fun. Browns with the Browns with Deshaun Kaiser would beat the Texans right now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's good. Good. Good pullback of uh, Deshaun Kaiser. He was the star of the week. You know, off the field. <laughs> Come 
full circle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a Cleveland sweep here yeah. in the living room. It's, uh, it's rare. That's probably pretty rare, but yep. it's happened. Yep. But I'm sure uh, we'll be seeing lots of that game, whether we want to or not. Uh, like Maddie said, the crowd reaction is going to be very interesting because yeah. Deshaun got some very interesting crowd reactions even in the preseason. Right. Uh, so this will be on another level for sure. Uh, must-see TV almost. Um, maybe not so much from a football perspective because we're all taking the Browns, but intrigue-wise, man, this is off the charts. Yeah, it's good. Uh, all right. This game is interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Mike White led New York Jets. I feel like we, we went through this last year. Here we yeah, are again. White Mike's back. Uh, White Mike is back visiting Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome this time of year against the 9-2 Vikings. I don't know. I think uh, I think the uh, quarterback controversy uh, gets reignited this week as Mike White gets a wake-up call at the Metrodome against the nine and two Vikings who are sitting real pretty. I don't, I'm not real confident in the Vikings nine and two record, but I'm confident to take this game at home. Although the Jets, man, I mean, obviously we're all surprised they're seven and four. Is Mike White for real? You tell me, Len. Well, um, much like last year, you know, White might come out of the gates. He had a humongous first game, humongous first game last year. Uh, if, I'm, if I remember right, maybe five touchdowns or something silly. Yeah. But then, uh, got smashed the next two weeks and he's back on the bench. So, uh, as much as I like the narrative of White Mike leading this Jets team, um, and I think, you know, I don't know. He's okay and their defense is good. So if their defense can keep him in the game, I think, uh, Mike White can keep him in the game, but it's got to be kind of everything goes perfectly for them. I don't think it's going on. I think they're going to lose to the Vikings. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get a couple more weeks of Mike White anyway. All right. So we're going to – yeah, he's, I think he's pretty much got that starting job. Uh, Zach well, Will- Sal has been very noncommittal. And, Sa- in fact, when he announced him as a starter, he said that Wilson would be back in before the end of the year as a starter. And, you know, I don't know how much he means yeah. that. This week he kind of stepped it back a little bit, but not completely yeah. so. It's a week-to-week thing. I think I it imagine. is, yeah. But they're right in the thick of the playoff race, so they got to take it seriously. Uh, yeah. So we're both taking the Vikings. Uh, Matty Funk, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think the Vikings here. It's Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. at home in a dome with no weather. I, I They play well at 1 o'clock, obviously. I think Kirk maybe dispelled some of the prime time uh, accusations last week with that win and uh, you know versus the Pats, but 1 p.m. at home against the, uh, a pretty formidable defense. Obviously, I'd be excited to see Sauce on Jay Jettas. Yeah, that'll but, be interesting. Yeah, I, I think like you said, White Mike gets a little bit of a wake up call. I still think he has a good game because I think he's a pretty good quarterback. But uh, I'm going to take the Vikes, but. One of my favorite teams from the week is Zach Wilson with the hood on and Mike White with the little wink at the sideline. <laughs> yeah. It says it. It says it looks like these two play or uh, belong to two different dojos on Cobra Kai, and I've never even seen. I've never even seen Cobra Kai, but that's like hilarious. Oh, God. That's. I'll tell you what. That's a fucking travesty. You've never seen that show either, Matt. Let me tell I, you. I will. It's on the it's a list. it's a great one, but yeah, that that is a great meme for sure. I mean, you know, can't go wrong with a good meme. That's a good one for sure. All right, we're gonna be yeah. This it's gonna be a good game. This is also gonna be a good game. <laughs> NFC East 
That's a nice uh, schedule this week. Yeah, it is. Uh, we got the. We tried to get him. We tried to get Ricky the Fink on. Ricky, listen, uh, if you're if you're out there, just come on the show, man. We all picked the Hogs last week. Yeah, they're uh, red hot. They're red hot. They're seven and five. They're legit. Yeah, uh, we talked to him. He said he he said you know his work is just so backed up. He can't. Get, he hasn't been able to get on here. Um, but and he said he really wanted to come on this week as the Red Hot Commanders. I also wanted to talk to him about his his favorite college football team since we were kids growing up. Mine has always been Clemson, and his has always been Colorado Buffaloes forever. They were really good back then, like a national yeah. champion so in the nineties, early nineties. Stewart, yeah. yeah. So he, I, I, been, we've been talking a lot about the Buffs. Uh, courting of Coach Prime, Dion got the offer from Colorado. Yeah, so yeah, so me and Ricky been talking about that. I wanted him to talk about it on here. I don't know. I hope I want to get him on before the end of the year. Any any week, I told him we we'll make it. We'll make arrangements best we can to get him on here. So we'll see. But this is a good game too. Yeah, yeah. Two, two seven five seven and four teams, and um, this is a major interest to me. Obviously, is the Seahawks are now six and five, and they got. These two teams right in front of them for that seventh playoff spot. So um, it's a game that's important on Seattle on, for Seattle. So I'll be interested in this. Um, and both these teams, kind of, well, the Commanders are the hottest team in the league. I mean, let's just put it out there. They're red hot. And the Giants have been just kind of middling since mm-hmm. their hot start. I think they started 6-1 and one or something. So they've been 1-3, and three, something. I don't know, something like that. Regardless, this is a good game. I'm going to take the Giants here, though. I'm going to go against Ricky since he didn't fucking show up this week. I'm going to st- <laughs> I'm going to take the Giants and hope they beat his commanders, you asshole. House, where are you going on this one? Yeah, so Ricky Fink, I you you guys had him on last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister One Hundred, we was, call him. Yeah, yeah, he was either uh, towards. I, I think he was my number one. Uh, guest you guys had on. I love that. Episode. Yeah, he's One good. He's good. So. He's very prepared yeah, and very good. Yeah, He's a draw. Ricky, come on, man. Get on the show. Maybe he's a big once guy. You never know. No, he's not. I do know that. <laughs> but, you know, Rick, know. Rick, he's a big Heineke fan right now. I'll tell you that. He, he'll flip-flop. I mean, he, like many, like any team will. If your guy start, if Wentz was the guy having the streak, then he'd be a big Wentz guy. You know what I mean? If, yeah. You know, now that Heineke is, he's a Heineke guy. That's the way you go with your team. <laughs> this one's tough for me. Barkley looks like he hit a wall. He's really their only playmaker right now. I think they might get that rookie tight end Bellinger back, who looked pretty good, um, you know, the first half of the year. Or so he had that, uh, like, eye socket fracture. Uh, yeah. He got poked in the eye. So <laughs> Giants are, I mean, they're, they're such a weird team. I, I think their playoff hopes are somewhat dwindling because I think they're just going to keep losing games. But, Heineke week to week. I, I love Heineke and I like rooting for him. I don't think he's that great, but I like rooting for him. But man, this is hard. Another coin flip for me. Uh, you know, I think I think Dayball, you know, makes the difference here. Uh, that kind of does it for me, and I'm going to take the Giants. Yeah, this is this is even. This is an even game for sure. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up here. This is a coin flip for me too, especially with uh, the Giants at home. Uh, Redskins, excuse me. Oh, well, I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna start Whoa. this whole pod over now. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> the Ramy, the Red Hogs. Excuse me. 
Uh, I like Heineke as well. He's, you know, he's far from a world beater MVP candidate, but he gets he gets the boys up for the game. You know, they also got the running game going. Brian Robinson looked good. If they can keep that up, I like him as a runner. Uh, puts Gibson more into a change of pace type of role. Uh, what do you think about Brian and Brian Robinson's giant hat? I love it. <laughs> I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I knew. Mike I would thought love that it. was. I thought it was photoshopped for like I the did, longest I, time. I, I it doesn't too. look real. I did too. Mike, I was as soon as I saw it, I thought of Mike and how much Mike would love that at hat. <laughs> it was literally the first thing I thought. I was like, Mike is going to think this is the best hat for sure, and I think it's so dumb. But I love that he's sporting his body, you know, that started it or That's whatever great. he's doing. It's and great. that dude seems like a real dude. You know what I mean? He fucking got shot, yeah. and he's just out there smashing teams. It's awesome. Yep, yep. So I'm all in on the hogs now um not so much the franchise but i'm all in on big hats yeah uh, i'm all in on big I, I hats want one, yeah. yeah they're awesome they I, are they i'm, so real, I'm real interested to, to like the wearability i really want to try one i out. would like to know the financials like i wish he was on shark tank like i would love to know what the financials yeah. were for uh, this company pre that and post that because it took a hit oh. big big jump this week oh, for yeah. sure huge sales jump. went up huge way up jump. but i would love to see the pre that sales because i it can't be that high can they imagine getting I mean, one of those wrapped under the christmas tree like you know what it is instantly <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know how it fits. Like, is, it, is there something inside yeah, it that it looks, like fits your head? There was another. There's got to be a bracket or something. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't remember which show it was, but somebody had one. Yeah, it was one of the sp- sports shows this morning, yesterday morning, and it, I could see underneath it because I was curious. I'm curious about the function as well, yeah. and it looks like maybe some type of like form fitting, like. Maybe um, just like a, yeah, maybe yeah. just like a a regular hat. Yeah, in there. probably like a hard hat type, maybe <laughs> like thing up in there. Plastic too. bracket or something. Probably sweatband. But it's got to be kind of strong, right? The whole, well, that hat's like yeah, it's got to be structurally set. What is going There's got to be something in the top of it, like, yeah, to fill it out. It's just so fucking funny <laughs> and weird. I mean, it's like so weird. I was I like, what? The you know what we need to do? We need to send this guy the LRC logo and get some printed up. Oh, so that's yeah. how we start the merch line. LRC giant hat. Yeah, they're they're probably like fifty dollars and like one hundred and fifty <laughs> for shipping. Probably comes in a great like uh, yeah, Christmas story. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta you have, out a truck. You might have to that. assemble it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> assembly required. Yeah, you need a lift gate to get it out of the truck. You can't wear something like that around here. It's too windy. <laughs> oh my god! I just it was just the best. It was just so dumb looking, but also it's just great. I, I'm all in. I'll, I want the financial. I'm taking taking the hogs here. You guys took the giants, so we like I said, coin flip though. It's going to be a good one. This is also going to be a good game. I think the Titans visiting the Eagles, uh, ground and pound versus you know kind of airing it out. Two different types of offenses going at it. Both. <laughs> Uh, both viable teams, I think, in, especially in playoff conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles, though, in this one until proven otherwise they're the team to beat, uh, especially in the NFC. <clears throat> and I think they're just going to be a little bit too much for the Titans to handle. Um, <clears throat> Derrick Henry uh, looks like himself. Uh, and it's, just, it's this time of year. They really need him. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's going to be probably a sloppy game, I think in Philly, but, uh, I trust the Eagles to air it out, get the job done here after a couple, uh, close calls recently house. What do you think in this one? Tennessee at Philly. This is tough. Tennessee's playing hard. Philly. I mean, they're, 
I don't want to say they're on a skid, but they're obviously struggling without Dallas Goddard. They seem like a different team. Um, Tennessee coming off a big victory against the Bengals, um, or a loss, excuse me. And uh, I think, for some reason, I think Tennessee takes it here. I think Philly's in bad shape without Jordan Davis. I think they're they're hemorrhaging rushing yards to opposing running backs and you know, they got maybe the best one in the league on the other side of the ball here. So, uh, yeah, I like Tennessee. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, I'm going to take Tennessee as well, but I just want to use this as a little jumping off point for but like some behind the scenes, look behind the scenes. Um, me and Maddie and Jerry, we have a group text uh, thread that we call uh, Long Shot Land and the Boost Boys. From our bet for our betting practices, okay. So we send each other our, our bets and whatever we're gonna make that week, like whatever. And um, I have a tendency. My my gimmick is I do long shots, so I'll bet two dollars on like, I'm, like probably every week I'll bet five to seven games. I'll pick and I'll do a same game parlay. Three different people to score a touchdown anytime. So you know you have two players from one team, one guy from another team, whatever, and they put two bucks on it. And it usually will pay out somewhere, you know, depending on how who the guys are I picked, anywhere between like a hundred bucks and you know six, seven thousand dollars. Maybe I can win on two bucks, depending on what it is. So back to last Sunday, uh, I put one of those in on Sunday Night Football, Packers Eagles, and I bet two dollars. And I should I sent this to the house and Jerry first thing in the morning we were talking to Ty. So this is the one I liked. This is the one I like the most right here. This is the one I like. So it was. Um, anytime touchdown scores, $2 bet, I had uh, Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell from the Eagles. He scored the first touchdown. Randall Cobb for the Packers, caught one in the second quarter. And then for my third guy I needed to score a touchdown to win off that $2 bet, $514. And I hit with Mr. Quez Watkins' first half. All three of those touchdowns hit. Two dollar wow. back, one five hundred. Um, so it was exciting. Obviously, it, it it cleared my tears from my Seahawks infuriating loss, and I love it. It was just fun. It's fun. And House and these guys, they hit a lot of their more of their bets. They do more conservative bets with the boosts and stuff like that. But they hit a lot. House is House was hot here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm still I'm on the downside of a little a little heater. Um, I've been hitting a lot of nice, moderate, uh, same game parlays, betting like five to 10 bucks, winning anywhere from a hundred to 250 bucks. And, yeah. you know, keep your eye out. Maybe there's going to be a, a long shot on the boost boys pod dropping in the future. You never know. That's right. Long shot line and the, and the boost boys uh, might record a pilot episode this week to see if it gets picked up for, uh, for, uh, the, the living room. I don't know. It's, it's up in the air, but we, you might hear we'll from see. us an audio form. But yeah, it was a big hit, and that's the, you know it's the second hit I've had this year on those, and the, you know the one was earlier in the year I had Alave Troutman Kenneth Walker the third, and that one hit too, and that was a big one too. So that was the, I've had some luck with those little things there, which is nice. It's always easy Love to it. bet on Chevy Troutman for sure. Yeah, big always. Chevy Troutman, a <laughs> big Chevy Troutman guy. I, I, if he was in the NBA, I'd bet. Chevy Troutman to get six plus rebounds every game of his whole life. Ten plus is the over under for his dunks per game. Yeah, yep. Chevy Troutman was great. So yeah, anyway, I went with the Titans, right? Maddie went with the Titans. Yep, yeah. I'm going with the Eagles. Yep. And All right. yeah. 
Uh, my boys are up here. next. My boys. Bunch of gamblers here. All right. Let's see here. Next up on the schedule, you got Lens. Yeah, Lens boys uh, visiting the depleted LA Rams. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna get out of the way here. I'm gonna take the Seahawks. This one, Rams offense without Stafford or even Wolford does not look that great. Uh, Perkins definitely has a ceiling, and they they kind of hung around it with Kansas City, but not really. It was like dangling a carrot. Uh, Kansas City just could have just kind of played with them, played with them for a little bit. Uh, Aaron Donald's banged up as well, uh, so the Rams are are feeling that hangover this year. Seahawks looking to bounce back after a tough loss in overtime uh, to the Raiders. I'm going to go ahead and get them on a rebound here in LA. House, what do you think uh, about this one? And then we'll let Len take it away. Yeah, it's an easy one for the Seahawks here. Rams are down bad. The Allen Robinson's out for the year. There's no way Cup's coming back. Stafford now is having like numbness down his legs. So I, I don't know why you'd play him again this year. I'm guessing he's probably out for the year. And like you said, Aaron Donald, I think he's got a high, high ankle sprain. Um, they're going to be running second string. Even, even Higby, their starting tight end, only played like 20 or so snaps this week. And, you know, obviously he didn't get passed up. So. I think they're just phoning it in at this point and, and trying to get to the offseason. So Seahawks by 100, maybe. Yeah, I hope you guys are right. I mean, everything points to you guys being right for sure. Um, just I just have the scars of like playing the Rams uh, at L.A. and losing basically every single time. So And Donald just like eating G- Russell Wilson for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So the two things that are good is hopefully Donald doesn't play and Russell Wilson doesn't play her anymore because Russell Wilson was scared to death of Donald. That's a given. So that's a proven fact for sure. Um, but I'll take uh, Seattle because they, I mean, they have to win this game, but it's, I'm not excited about it. Last week was just pitiful. You know, they're for, in the middle of their four game winning streak. Their defense actually, maybe they were playing worse teams, maybe not, but either way, they were. Their defense was playing good. It was flying around. It was making plays, and it was it was competitive. And then now it's regressed back to what they were the first few weeks when they were one of the worst defenses in the leagues. They gave up three hundred and plus yards to Jacobs, three hundred plus yards, and they did a pretty good job on Adams actually. So it, that it was infuriating. Uh, Gino looked good again. You know he did have a he had one pick and a and a bad sack, took a terrible sack, but nonetheless, um, the Seahawks have to win this game if they have any chance. Of hanging around the playoff spot. I mean, they you know they need to win four more games, I think, to get in. So I'm starting to be a little more pessimistic. But nonetheless, Seahawks win here. I hope to God. All right, sweep Hawks. We're all taking them in LA. <clears throat> all right, this is a great. This is a great wow, uh, schedule game. of games here. This is a potential Super Bowl preview. Yeah, we got the high, game. just the high flying Miami Dolphins offense. And the uh, 49ers who are playing championship defense. Yeah. Really. Uh, this is going to be an inter- interesting contrast of styles out there uh, in the Bay Area. Len, who are you taking this one? Yeah, this one's, this is an awesome game. I'm actually really interested in watching this game. Um, you know, I think it's, it's pretty damn even. I think the, the Niners are probably the second best team in the NFC. And I think the Dolphins are in the conversation for that as well in the AFC. Um, I'm going to go Niners here reluctantly because I obviously want them to lose for Seattle's sake. But, and I like, um, I love the Dolphins. I love everything they're doing to, uh, I love McDaniel, all that stuff. But this may be a case of, uh, 
you know, teacher beating the student here. Maybe he just has one more trick up his sleeves, old Kyle Shanahan. Who knows? But I'm going to go yeah. Niners here in a close one. I'm going to go Miami. I can't wait to watch this one. Uh, they got a little bit of rest uh, at the end of the game last week, so they weren't too expelled. I expect them to come out hot in the sun out there. Maddie, we'll, we'll get out of the way here and let you talk about your Dolphins and who you got. Uh, you know, this is a very exciting game. You know, like you said, when teacher and the students um, – very much powerhouse offenses on both sides. I think the difference here is the Niners have the best defense in the league, and D'Amico Ryans really has their unit playing, uh, you know, better than they were even earlier in the year. So that's going to be tough. A uh, little issue with McCaffrey's knee. They said it's like stiffness or irritation or something like that, but it seems like he's going to be okay. What about Debo? Debo's out, right? <laughs> I don't think that's official yet, but he did re-aggravate that hamstring. So, you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on that. I don't think Debo's been the X factor nearly that he was last year, but, you know, he's made some big plays in the past few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's good so, to have out there, at least even as like a decoy, you know, even as something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, absolutely. But, yeah, I saw him leave the game last week, and I don't think he came back, if I'm right, but I, I wasn't sure about this week. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they did. They kind of cruised against uh, New Orleans. So um, <laughs> this one's tough. You know, obviously, I want to pick the Dolphins. They're my guys, but I really think that the defense is is going to be a wake up call for Tua and the boys, and they're going to have to regroup after this loss to the Niners because they got a lot of better teams ahead of them, but not no defense this good. This is the best defense in the league. And we're really going to see what, what Tua and McDaniel and, and Tyreek and the boys are, are made of this week because this is their – I don't want to say this is their Super Bowl, but I put in a future bet in, like, July, I think, of Miami over San Fran in the Super Bowl. And I think it was, like, 5 bucks, but it pays out, like, 1300 if that yeah. would actually happen. Yeah, so well, it's not out of question right now. That's for it's sure. It's not. It's not. I also got a Bills Eagles one. Bills over the Eagles. So I, I like either one of those. But Miami's really going to have to prove they can play against these top defenses. They've had an absolute cakewalk in the past. You know, since Tua came back. Little stat for you though that I saw today. Since coming back from the head injury, Tua has thrown. I want to say nine touchdowns, no, 11 touchdowns, excuse me, zero interceptions. Yeah, he's efficient. He's, it's, so. I mean, Tyreek and, and Waddle and even some of their uh, uh, other guys, um, Sherfield. Um, yeah, Sherfield's yeah, sure player. I mean, they're all making plays. And if they can get uh, Jeff, well, Jeff Wilson Jr. is, is going, adds an, another element to that offense. Can a defense yeah. step it up, though? They're going to have to eventually. Uh, yeah, can't wait to watch this one. Can't wait to watch. This one, too, the Chiefs at the Bengals, who are getting Jamar Chase back, Joe Mixon back, most likely. So they're going to be at full power. Uh, and the Chiefs are just doing Chiefs things. Uh, this is a rematch of the AFC Championship game uh, from last year. House, you got the mic. Why don't you give us your pick in this big, uh, this big 425 CBS contest? Yeah, I think Mahomes is going to be real salty still from that loss last year. And Bengals getting chased back, uh, coming off a huge win. I think they might – I don't want to say they need to get some chemistry because Chase is that good of a player and so is Burrow that, that that's not an issue. But 
questionable about Tyler Boyd's usage. He was out of the game for a while last week and only had a couple targets and obviously no sign of injury. So I don't know what that's about. It's very odd. But I think pretty easily right now, the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. And I think they're going to show it here. And I think the Chiefs uh, get it done. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs here as well. But it's going to be a lot of firepower in this one for sure. It's And it's in Cincinnati. Uh, but, you know, that's really not that far, right, yeah. in Kansas City. So both these teams are used to football this time of year. Both these teams I expect to see again, mm-hmm. uh, possibly down the road in another uh, matchup. They're both going to be in the mix. Len, who do you got? Yeah, um, I'm going to make it a sweep for the Chiefs too, uh, ma- ma- mainly because I just I don't know. I just think, you know, the Chiefs are hot right now when they get in these streaks in November. I mean, it's like – uh, you know, it'll be December then, but still, like November, December, they start to get rolling. Um, although I will say the Bengals also rolling right now seem to be getting to put it together a little bit themselves. Uh, I think Joe, Joey Burrow every week to me has proven more and more to me that he's like a, one of the top QBs. I know that's not like a stretch, but I'm saying like I think, you know, guys like Herbert and stuff get a lot more hype than him. I just don't think Herbert's better than him. I don't think Lamar's better than him. I think Burrow's better than these guys. Yeah. And um, he's got, yep. he's just got it. He's in, he has great weapons. Obviously, I'm a huge T. Higgins guy. Chase, great player. Um, I think they'll come up a little bit short. Another little note on the Chiefs is interesting is they oh, they seem to work the waiver wire real well. I saw this week they signed Melvin Gordon to the practice squad yeah. as well as uh, uh, Brian Reynolds or Brian yeah Brian Reynolds that played for the Raiders and Falcons. He was out there, um, just the second year guy, I think third year guy. So and there was at receiver and they you know <clears throat> they picked up guys here and there. Were uh, you know even getting the trade with Tony at, at the break there with the trade deadline. So. Uh, the front office does a good job finding maybe little guys that will help here and there. Like they have some guys come in, they'll have a running back or receiver comes in, they have a game, and you're like, what the hell is this guy doing in this yeah. here? And then he's like back again. So Chiefs are just really good, unfortunately, because I don't like them, but they are good. Yeah, you're right. It just seems like they have uh, a revolving door of players that just fit their roles. Yeah. Right. So like you got Sky like, Moore playing that Nicole Hardman role. Now Moore. So yeah, now Moore's yeah. just pulling the same thing. You know, like, these, uh, these guys just step up and they step in. Uh, so we got a Casey sweep. How about some barbecue over some chili? This go good, really good together. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing: Skyline chili can get I know. directly we, out of it. Maybe not Skyline. I've never <laughs> had it, but you don't like it, so it must not be that. It's great. very bad. But I'm, two things that sh- should go together really nicely that I don't see a lot together: barbecue and chili. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot. A lot. I've been to some. Uh, well, like the baked beans are kind of a, a hybrid, right? At the barbecue right. place, it's kind of like usually like a barbecue baked bean but i think you, yeah. yeah you could have some place i have been to some barbecue places that have a chili that's like a you know famous chili but you're right that should be a, a staple i think yeah i yeah. make uh brisket chili yeah right like right. So, yeah i'll make a nice brisket and then i mean it's very rare you finish an entire brisket it's a huge fucking chunk of meat so yeah. you take whatever's left usually it's the flat the dry part because i like the fatty stuff so i'll eat that first well so you dry. take whatever's left so, yeah, it's all dry. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is a way to kind of choke it down a little yeah. bit. But, uh, you take your leftovers, you chop it up, you put it in your chili. Yeah, yeah. That's, 
I mean, that sounds amazing. Delightful. Yeah, that sounds yeah, that's very good. That's great. And that should probably be on the menu of every barbecue restaurant. Yeah, it yeah. should be. It sounds great. All right. Very uh, economical. This game doesn't sound so great to me. Uh, the Chargers snatched victory from the jaws of defeat last week, and they won a game that normally the Chargers are just great at losing uh, with a come-from-behind come victory last week. The Raiders, out of nowhere, just ran the ball over the Seahawks. You were worried about that, Len. It came to fruition. Jacobs with, what, an 80-plus yarder to win it in overtime, ran yeah, all over them all yeah. day. Uh, they couldn't stop the run at all. Um, are the Raiders coming back? We'll see. They're four and seven. Chargers six and five. They're in a the hunt. I'm going to take LA uh, at Las Vegas here. I just think they're a little bit better team overall. Although they could lose any game they play, I don't think they're legitimate contenders at this point. Uh, but they got. Uh, I think they got Mike Williams coming back uh, this week, so they should have uh, all the weapons at their disposal. And they got some nice secondary receivers there. Uh, we'll see if the defense can step up there. They got some names, but let's see the production. It's going to be an interesting one, though. Uh, in Vegas, I'm going to take the Chargers house. What do you think in this one? This one was tough. I think the Chargers are a better team, but they always disappoint. If we know anything about the Chargers, they, that's all they do is disappoint. And, Len, I wanted to point something out to you. Uh, you're a, a big, I don't want to say anti-Brandon Staley guy, but you always call him out for going on fourth down mm -hmm. and – they went on. They they decided to go for two, which yeah. is a similar circumstance to a fourth down, and uh, won the game. So I thought that was interesting. After that's kind of the reputation, and there was a, a fourth down call in the first half that analytics said they definitely should have went for, but they ended up uh, punting away. Uh, I think it was from like the the, uh, the opponent's forty five or something like that. But um, yeah, I man. The Raiders scare me. I want to. I want to take the Raiders, but they're a terrible football team, a terribly coached, and their defense is awful. Um, going into this, I plan to take the Raiders, but I've changed my mind. I'm, I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, um, like you said, Matt um, Staley. I mean, his his fourth down decisions and going forward decisions have just cost them games over the last couple of years. I mean. Pretty much yeah. directly, which is unfortunate. The going for two for the win, I am generally a proponent of that, particularly on the road, um, like Jacksonville did in Baltimore. As well, Jacksonville did it at home against Baltimore. But um, the same thing, like I like, uh, I like the going for two for the win at the end of the game, like especially if it's the last like thirty seconds of the game. Let's say, um, I like going for the win there. All the time because I hate overtime. You know what I mean? If you can avoid it, let's yeah. go for it. Especially if, if you're a team that's, you know, teetering on playoff potential, you got to get some wins. So the Chargers, you know, we've talked about this, Matt. I mean, they're frauds. They're always frauds. Every year you can, you know, every year it's like, oh, I mean, I picked them to win the AFC West. They're going to be better than the Chiefs, blah, blah, blah. No, they're fucking not. They're going to blow a bunch of stupid games. Everyone gets hurt on their team. Everyone. Nobody's ever healthy on that team. Like, Allen, Williams, uh, Lineman, Mack, Bosa, uh, Derwin James, all of them are always hurt, like, you know, off and on. It's terrible. The Raiders, I don't know if I said this on the show or not, but I said it at Napoli's to Webb and Barr and all them guys. I said, when Derek Carr cried at that press conference, that's the turning point of this year. That's the turning point of the season. They've, they've went 2-0 since then, and they're going to go 3-0. They're going to win this game, too. I got Las Vegas. Um 
that's the turning point of the season. He showed true leadership. He wasn't afraid to show his emotions. And I think he really does care about winning. And I think professional football players care about winning. And when you can show them that, sometimes it turns around. The team is talented. I mean, we know that coming into the year, I think we all thought they were talented, at least to be in the mix in the AFC West. And so um, I think they are better than when they just played at the beginning. And they've lost a lot of close games. So I'm going to take the Raiders here. I think they still got an outside shot of turning the season completely around. All right, so maybe not the best game in terms of of records, uh, but, no, but one that could go either way. This also, is, both those teams, I feel like, will score a lot of points because Raiders' defense did get shredded yeah. by Geno, um, and is usually terrible yeah, against the run. But I mean, usually terrible against the run. They actually shut Walker down, but they got shredded through the air. Um, the Chargers will put up numbers. I think the Raiders, the Chargers, like seem like they have good players on defense, but they always seem to give up a bunch of points. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a better game than you think, but it's also against Chiefs-Bengals, so you'll never see any of it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> right. All right, this one, uh, Colts at Cowboys. Is anybody taking the Colts? Uh, they're showing some some insp- a little bit of inspiration. They, they were right uh, in it with the Steelers last week, but uh, they're in over their heads in big D. Is anybody taking the Colts? We all got the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys for sure. Yep, Cowboys. All right. Yeah, and I think the, the Colts – uh, my, you know, I like Jeff Saturday. I was backing him on here. The clock management last night is just fucking, I mean, it's just not defendable. It's just unbelievable. Like after Ryan gets that 14 yard scramble, if you don't call a timeout there, it's malpractice. It's, it's nonsense. It's just it's idiotic. You have to call a timeout there and not that, that cost him the game. They didn't run out of time, but I just don't know why you don't call a timeout there. Get everybody regrouped and call play. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. And the Steelers uh, benefited from it. Although I think they were going to stop them anyway. But you still have to call yeah, a timeout. There. Rookie mistake there for Saturday. Yeah, no uh, doubt. You see it from veteran coaches. You all do. The time. There's a lot of great coaches yeah. that are terrible. Even yeah. Andy Reid, one of the best coaches, is pretty bad, notoriously at, at um, clock management. So yeah, I wonder if they Pete have. Carroll sucks I, at it. I wonder if they have like some kind of software that they're running upstairs all the time to calculate <laughs> um, when they should take a timeout. You would think that kind of thing would take like all scenarios or most scenarios into account to produce. Right, we yeah. need to take a timeout. I mean, I just think like it's like it's <laughs> what almost you, an automatic. What process. information do you need? I've watched football for whatever thirty eight years or something. Every fucking time I know they need to call a timeout. I'm sitting at home. Never yeah. once am yeah. I wrong. I'm always yeah. like, call a timeout. Why wouldn't you call a timeout? It's yeah. so obvious when to call timeouts. To me, I just think it's hilarious that there's yeah. people that are bad well, at. It. We're not. Some of us just don't have as fast processing. As well, well I, I'm not saying there's there's different ones that are you know there's a strategy involved. Don't get me wrong. Like for example, in the Seahawks Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, there Belichick not calling that timeout. Cost Carroll to panic and make a pl- make it and make a play call. I don't think he would have if he'd have taken time. So that's different. But I'm just saying on these ones, like on the last drive, it, there's there's no explanation yeah, why you would call time out there. Plus, yeah. I, he wasn't even touched down. He dove forward. They probably if he'd yeah. called the time out there, you could work the refs. Maybe you can get a re- replay there. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. Somebody should tell. Uh, Somebody should tell Todd Bowles that because he blew that game against the Browns by not calling it time. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. I just think it's so – I don't get it. It's Yeah. Well, speaking of Todd Bowles. Yeah, speaking <clears throat> of Todd Bowles, it's the Todd Bowl. It's a bowl. bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know if he has anything to do with the Saints. It, it's a bowl half empty, I think, is what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. The Saints is a big bowl of bullshit yeah. Yeah. to fucking keep playing Andy Dalton. I mean, yeah. can we please be done with Andy Dalton? Why is he still playing? 
Can anyone explain it to me? What in the fuck is happening here? I hate this so much. It makes me mad every week. Like, and he's like not bad enough that you get blown out by 50. He keeps you in these stupid games, yeah. but he can't be any more boring to watch. He made a couple good throws. Like, oh, he does, always does. Play. He's like he always does because he's yeah. he's a professional quarterback. I think he's a great guy to have if you were like the Eagles and like Jalen Hurts got hurt. You could bring yeah. him in for like two games or something yeah. and maybe get lucky. Yeah, they need to get get, get out of here. The season's over yeah. anyway. Just play somebody else. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Yeah. I hate the Saints. I'm game. taking the Bucks too, Maddie. Let's roll with the Bucks. All right, it's a buck sweep. Uh, yeah, they're playing host in this game. Uh, m- not the Monday night game for the ages for sure, but the Bucks should. Uh, we're all predicting move to six and six, and they'll be that first right NFC South team uh, to have a five hundred record. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're uh, leading the NFC South there at five and six, and you know, hey, someone's coming out of there, and I think it's going to yeah, be that. Somebody, yeah, they're struggling. Evans needs to show up. He, you know, and it's not all on Evans, but like I think he had nine targets last week, two receptions. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Completely yeah, unacceptable. You know, he's he's the kind of guy that's a stud receiver, but also he has um, you know, traditionally been the guy that'll have a few games where you're just like, where is he? Why is he yep. have one yep. catch for 18 yards or something after he had 12 for 157 two weeks yeah. ago or something? You know, it's like yeah. so silly. But um yeah, Godwin looks like he's coming back into form. So oh, yeah. that helps. Oh yeah, and um, the younger legs at running back help a little bit. The Bengals look, or I'm sorry, Bucks look like they can, were controlling most of that game. But as you said, the clock management killed them. Lost them that game. Um, I ex- fully expect them to bounce back here. And I, I just don't. The Saints. I mean, I just don't want to watch Dalton anymore. I just don't. Next Monday, they I have to, to watch Dalton. Like, come on, they yeah. can't be on Monday night. You know, it'll Bucks be got to keep rolling. Rashad White. It's got to be Rashad White. Yeah, that looks horrible. Yeah, and a little touch of Keyshawn Vaughn, maybe. Yeah, a little splash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it'll probably be a Manning cast game, right? They'll be all over Tom Brady. Oh, um, yeah, that so, seems uh, like yeah. a good spot I'll for probably, Manning cast. I'll watch Monday Night Raw instead. I'll definitely watch Monday Raw, Night Raw instead of this game. That's, <laughs> that's not even close. I mean, it's like, that's, the, that's a blessing. Like last night's Colt Steelers, I was just like, Oh man, raw! I can just watch right through. First hour was commercial free. Didn't even have to care about the that Steelers game. But then the game did get interesting. I watched a lot of the. I actually watched a lot of the game as it was uh, getting closer to the end because uh, well, I did like to see what Pickett was doing. Bring there, I had a couple little bets to see if anybody could score touchdowns, but nobody did. We're gonna, you know, we can't have we can't be too spoiled. Uh, we have a great Sunday slate of games yeah. and a good Thursday game. So yeah. of course the Monday night game might be a little bit of a Sunday letdown. night. Monday night looks like a bad uh, double there. Colts, Cowboys, Saints, Bucks. Not great. Not a great double night game. But that's all right. I can play two K. Watch Raw. That's right. Well, it's going to be a good week of football, boys, and it's going to be very interesting. We got a lot of a lot of variation in our picks here, so some of us might coming out look, uh, looking pretty good. We got a lot of a lot of differences here in our yeah, picks for some big games, so we watched with intrigue. Uh, you should listen uh, later this week. I'm guessing Thursday or Friday. Fantasy Funk House will be out for week 13 with their guest. Got him out right, uh, Len Biggs. He'll be with. Maddie and Jerry, so check them out. House, thanks for joining us, as always, stepping up to the plate. Uh, we appreciate you, man. I'm a utility man. Whatever show you need me on, I'm there. That's right. He's jam man. He's a five-tool guy. He it's, is a yeah. five-tool guy. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. So and that, a company, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows how to tow the company line, for sure. And he'll, he'll get a, a hefty 
Christmas bonus <laughs> because of it. Uh, no jelly of the month club here in the living room, that's for sure. Oh, for Christmas ham. We got, we got more countries in the World Cup up in here listening to us. Uh, if you want to follow us closer, you can find us on Living Room Champs on uh, Instagram, LRC Pod on Twitter. I think yeah. we're still on there, right? We are. We are. Okay, so that's still going. And Living Room Champs on Facebook. Gmail.com if you want to email us. No, we haven't had an email in a long time. Yeah. Email us, somebody. Ask us something. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck shedding those Thanksgiving pounds as we move through the holiday corridor. Appreciate it. Everyone, Living Room Champs are out. Oh. Nitro. We talk a sports pop culture, the square circle and all. You shanky on the mic, mixed with Jinder Mahal, and we support.